everyone. We're so excited to welcome you to Let's Unpack That, a brand new podcast where we're making space for nuanced, authentic conversations about real life questions that ultimately empower you to live out your faith. I'm Alex. And I'm Grace. And we're a married couple in our 20s and 30s. The seeds of inspiration for this have actually been years in the making from our daily walks together outside and leading small group here in our home. And we just kept realizing more and more how hungry people are to go deeper and to get more clarity on how to truly follow Jesus with their lives not just to say they believe him with their words. And we're just two regular people also trying to figure it all out about how to live our lives through God's lens. And we want to invite you into these conversations that we're having in hopes that they can inspire and help you too. Our heart is to create authentic conversations with practical tools that encourage, empower, and equip you to live out your faith every day wherever you go. Regardless of where you come from, we're so glad that you're here and we can't wait to get even deeper and share more with you in the coming weeks. So make sure to set a reminder on your calendar to tune in every Monday starting next week as we start unpacking how we can truly live the ways and the lives that God calls us into. It's going to be great. Yes. Can't wait. See you next week. See you next week. Everyone, welcome back to the How to Podcast series. I have two smiling faces looking at me on the screen as we're chatting. <laughs> uh, Grace and Alex is with me today from the Let's Unpack That podcast. I'm so excited because I've been listening to the show and enjoying a couple sharing their heart, growing community, and uh, living life with intentionality. I love it. So welcome, Grace. Welcome, Alex. Welcome to the How to Podcast series. Thank you. Thanks, Dave, for having us. Yes. Love to be here. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So tell everybody where you are in this big world first before we get going. Yeah, we are. We we both were a married couple. We live in the San Francisco Bay Area uh, near San Jose for anyone who's familiar with that. So we've lived here for uh, around five years now, um, but we come from different places. Well, actually, Grace comes from the Bay Area. I'm from here. Alex is. I'm from, uh, let's just round it to LA, the nearest uh, major city. Um, so Southern California. Excellent. So, okay. How did the two of you meet? That is a fun story. We <laughs> will give a short version. Um, if anyone's interested, it's probably, I think we have a, a longer version on YouTube in our channel. Um, but we met actually on a Facebook group unintentionally. So um, I was living in Australia, in Sydney, Australia at the time I was working there. Alex was in Orange County where he is from. Um, we met in this Facebook group following this YouTuber that we both watched, which is not, it's not like a dating like community or anything. It's just like inspiring videos. Um, you know, I think we both like share similar values with that YouTuber. So we were in this group. He commented on my post because we all make like one welcome post. And I, I only posted like once or twice ever in that group. Um, and Alex commented and we kind of went back and forth. I sussed out his uh, Facebook profile and was like, she oh, stalked me. <laughs> he uh, he seems like a decent guy, very, very sweet guy, but I think he's, we would never meet. So <laughs> this won't go anywhere. Um, but then he slid into my DMs and the rest is history. And now we're married almost three years. Well, you, I skipped a bit. You skipped a lot. <laughs> um, some other pertinent details is uh, I was living in uh, Southern California. She was living in Australia. 
Um, but I was deciding whether I should even pursue her because she's, I don't know if this relationship will ever work. We're in total opposite sides of the world. It's literally almost about 20 hours time difference. This is hard to do. Um, but my mentor at the time or mentor friend, uh, just encouraged me and said, Hey, Alex, if you're really serious about this woman, you better pursue her like a man. Um, and I said, Oh, okay, I better do this. And so I bought a ticket, uh, round trip ticket to fly from LA to Sydney, Australia to meet her for the first time to make sure that she's legit. She's not like AI generated or anything. Um, <laughs> and turns out she's, she's a real human <laughs> and I did not get catfished or anything like that. So we just made it official in Sydney, Australia. Then, um, we were trying, we want, we, we kind of knew earlier on that we wanted to be married to one another, but didn't really know how to make sense of logistics. Um, long story short, we decided to move uh, in the Bay Area. Um, I moved first and then Grace followed suit and then um, got plugged into our church community there. And um, yeah, we got married in December of 2020 in the height of COVID which was interesting so we yes so we've been married for three years and it's been a wild journey nice well congratulations guys that's amazing yeah so good. thank you so good so yeah three years for uh, me i get actually have my anniversary tomorrow the time of recording oh. 30, 30 years Wow. Three X. More than us. <laughs> three X. Wow. So i have 10 x to you yeah. there, i guess right yes Wow. <laughs> so there you go. So Happy anniversary. A, you have a great path. Thank you. You have a great path ahead of you. And having having somebody by your side is the best the best way to do life, I think. Yeah. To have that confidant, to have that person with you. Yeah. And I can tell you totally. guys kind of even like each other. So that's really good. That helps. Yeah. That helps <laughs> yeah. a lot. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> okay. So talk about the podcast. How did all this start? Yeah. Wow. Okay. These are all great juicy questions that I'm like, every <laughs> question could be in a separate episode. Um, but pretty much, so it's interesting, right? Like, I think all of us have these little, like, what ifs, you know, like, what if I could do this? Or that would be so cool to do this. And I kind of had this um, vision for something like this podcast, but I, I didn't know what it was like many years ago. So I had several instances in the past. Um, I remember one specific instance in 2018, um, but then also many other instances where I would be like drawing, you know, doing some kind of exercise reflection activity or whatever when people would be like, oh, in your ideal world, what would you be doing if you didn't care about the money, right? And so I always had this like desire to share like personal life lessons, um, inspire other people with them and also help people kind of fulfill more of the potential that, you know, they're meant for, because I just saw so many people, this would like constantly burden me where people felt stuck or people felt confused or they were just like, I just have to settle for this. But I always was a big believer, like, no, you're meant for more. Like there's more inside of you and don't just settle for what you uh, think you're confined to, you know? And so um, that was always inside of me, but I didn't know what it would look like. 
And then when me and Alex met, it's so interesting. Um, our very first conversation that we ever had on video. Late 2018. Yes, which was such an interesting first virtual date. <laughs> Both of us were like really awkward and nervous, but it was, it was cute in hindsight. Um, but yeah, we basically were, we got to the topic of like, you know, what, what is your vision for your life? Like, what do you, what do you care about? What do you want to do? And it just really struck me as so interesting that what he said basically put into words that desire that I had, which was, you said something along the lines of, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but it was like, also like using your life experiences to like inspire people through like whatever content, like social media or blogging or writing or whatever. Um, And he said it more articulately, but I basically was like, oh, interesting. I have the exact same vision um, and like related to our faith. And um, I was like, I've never met anyone else, especially a guy who cares about this kind of stuff like this. Um, So fast forward. Anyway, this year I was kind of like prompted again to like dream again, reflect again. Um, I also stepped out of my full-time job last December, which was very scary because I didn't have any backup plan. But I, again, just felt this inner, this like knowing that I was supposed to step out and like start dreaming again about what I'm really meant to do in this next phase. And like all the puzzle pieces basically connected. It was kind of like a mystery, you know, you're solving a mystery with all these clues. And then I had just this revelation, like, we need to start a podcast. Like, it would actually be kind of ridiculous if we didn't, <laughs> because we have the same vision. We like doing this stuff. Um, we're not, we wouldn't see ourselves as like, you know, media personalities, but I really felt like it was something that we're meant to just pursue and grow in and learn how to do. Um, I knew it would be hard. And I also wasn't sure if Alex would be on board. Um, but I just pitched it to him and he was down to do it. And now we're here. (laughs) What's the podcast called and who do we serve? Yes, it's called, thank you. Um, (laughs) it's called let's unpack that with Alex and Grace. And we're all about just empowering people to live fully and freely and faithfully, um, whatever that looks like in your life. And we talk a lot about like emotional health, mental health, spiritual health, and, uh, relationships, work, money, like all of it. So, yeah. How would you, I was going to ask Alex to share his side. Like when I, when I um, approached you with the podcast idea, how was like, can you talk about your processing with that? Cause I think you were a bit hesitant at first. Like, Oh, I don't know. I don't speak often like on platforms. Or uh, I mean, for me, I'm pretty risk averse. So, and I never starting a podcast has never really crossed my mind so much. Like I, I don't even listen to podcasts all that much um, until this year. Yeah. Um, well, you, watch, you watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube yeah. is my, uh, my, my vice, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, Grace seemed really passionate about it. It seemed like she really found her calling. And as a husband, why would I hinder that? And, and so, and then I reflected on my life too. Um, and I've had um, like dreams and things I've journaled down that are related to more like using my voice to share my lessons, learn, inspire and encourage other people as well. So I felt like this is, I wouldn't say it's an answer to my prayers, but it was more of a confirmation 
I would say. Mm-hmm. And so we just decided to do it. Um, and and yeah, Grace has been faithfully leading the charge on it. And then uh, not too long ago, we also launched a, I have a, well, we, we slash I have a coaching business where we coach people in emotional and mental health to f- help them find more healing and wholeness in their lives, uh, whether it's anxiety or shame or um, comparison, uh, you name it, whatever you're going through, we help you do that. The stuff we talk about on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So we're all connected. Nice. And, and yeah, we just we were just taking it step one step, step at a time and seeing where it led. So do you think either one of you would have a podcast on your own if the other person wasn't part of this? Well, I did consider it at first. Mm. Like that was definitely I toyed around with it because I was like, it's definitely easier in my head. I was like, it's going to be easier if I just do it. I don't have to like wrangle a schedule. I don't have to like it's it's more work, right? When you involve more people. Um, so I was thinking I could just do this on my own, but it's just that when I was thinking more and more about it, I was like, I really feel like we're meant to do it together, especially because there aren't many for us, you know, we're Asian Americans, we're um, I'm in my late 20s, he's early 30s. I just don't see many couples doing this stuff together and many examples of like you know, living by faith, living fully, talking about mental health, like together. And so, and I know like whenever we have conversations, like we always, we do like, you know, daily talks about all of this. So I was like, we always have such great, rich conversations with each other um, that wouldn't happen if it's just like me and my own little bubble. And so I just, I felt like people would need to hear like both perspectives of like a guy's perspective or what Alex can bring and then what I could bring uniquely. And then us together like bouncing off so um yeah I think that was like a big factor to like why I was like I'm gonna try to see how he feels I'm not gonna force him to do it if he doesn't want to but I felt like it made sense that people needed this like or not maybe not needed but I felt like it would really inspire other people to see like a relationship of a married couple who we can talk about these things very openly um and be like on the same page about it because I don't know. There's a lot of, um, I think, uh, disillusionment around marriage and relationships, especially in this generation. Um, and yeah, I know that for me personally, when I watched YouTubers or heard other podcasts hosted by couples, it as a single person back then, it gave me a lot of hope and vision for what was possible uh, for my future. So that was kind of part of it too. But it's I I wouldn't even if Alex got busy right now, I feel like we would just lessen the cadence but still do it together like i don't think it would be like my own thing yeah and i don't think i would ever do it alone (laughs) (laughs) i'm more of a i'm more i'm more of a counselor slash coach i like listening to people and helping them individually i think grace definitely uh brings out the extrovert in me (laughs) (laughs) great so what have you guys learned about yourselves as individuals and yourself as a yourselves as a couple by having a podcast together. How is it? How are you different now than you were before you had a show? Oh, yeah. So many things. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how to answer that. But I will say that there's not a lot of podcasters um, in general, or yeah, in general. And I feel like what I've noticed is that it can be a lonely journey in entrepreneurship in general, as you're starting anything, um, whether it's podcast coaching or something else. Um, so I 
honestly learn to just encourage myself and surround myself with people who encourage us. Yeah. Um, because it is at sometimes in just this journey, it's some thoughts creep in and they say, what are you doing? Or is this, am I crazy? And or, or they don't say that explicitly, but you can see in their face like they're confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which makes me confused too. <laughs> so when you're surrounded with all those types of people, it just uh, doubt creeps in, and so you have to fight against that and really reassure yourself, either by yourself or with other people. Um, and faith is also important to us, and just being, um, yeah, just believing for God to work through us as well. Um, I've also learned that my wife is a great podcaster in terms of organizing things and creating content that just resonates with people's hearts. So Aww. that's something I learned about her. Thank you. Well, I was going to say, I feel like you've also grown a lot in your confidence. Like if you, if anyone <laughs> goes back to our first few podcast episodes, we were like nervous. We were like, we want to get this right. But I feel like you've gotten a lot more comfortable in your own skin and I don't know. Would you say that's true? I feel like that's. I mean, I've never talked in front of a microphone before, unless it's the spelling bee or uh, I don't know, making some sort of announcements. But yeah. yeah, I mean, this is completely different. What I what I do enjoy about podcasting, though, is many people are afraid of public speaking. But even though you are speaking publicly, technically, it's really not like public speaking, and I don't like public speaking. But because we're just having a living room style conversation. It's like, okay, well, we'll just talk about whatever, edit some things out and then release it to the world. We People don't have to judge us or critique us in real time. They can just listen and it's more, yeah, we don't, we, we don't, it doesn't really open the door for people to like react um, and we see their reaction. Right, right. Which or helps. Even if they do, I think the other thing about it is like, the beauty of podcasting really is people will choose to listen to your podcast. They're not forced. Like sometimes you go to an event and you're like, oh man, like the speaker's here, but I don't really want to listen to them, but I paid for this. So I have to show up. <laughs> but like podcasting is like you choose what you want to listen to. So already you have that affinity towards the podcaster. So as the podcast host, you don't have to worry about, I have to win this person over. Like they've already chosen to give you their time like you've already won half the battle um and so yeah i feel like that is a big part of what i've personally realized about podcasting is like oh wow i can just like be my real self and in the process of trying to be that way learn more about who i really am too it, like it's like process of really i know it's cliche but it's like finding your voice like what do you really care about what is your style like these things you don't rarely do we know up front before we start a podcast it's like actually as we're podcasting in the journey we realize more and more as we do it and so um i would say the other the second thing is similar to what alex said in the in the beginning of um people give you like blank stares sometimes when you're like oh yeah i'm like doing a podcast blah 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 and they're like what's a podcast or or like oh interesting how does that make money and <laughs> you're you know there's a lot of conceptions depending on where you live in your culture of course but uh here in the bay area most people work at a steady tech job um so when you tell them you're you have a podcast they're kind of like oh uh okay cool good for you how does this work practically yeah how does, how does this pay my real yeah. my mortgage yeah, yeah. <laughs> right so, so i feel like you know similar to what i just said about the podcasting journey of like you you kind of grow as you go i feel like 
the podcasting journey has grown my skin, like thickened my skin a lot because I used to be so terrified. Like, what are people going to think? They're going to judge me. Like, if I say the wrong thing, will people like hate on me? And now I, I can just be a lot more confident in saying, this is what I do. And I love it. And it gives me a lot of purpose. People, I know that uh, people are being impacted and helped. Um, and I don't have to worry. I, I'm, I feel like I'm a lot better now in terms of not being so worried about what are people thinking or judging or even if they criticize. So what? Like, I, I love doing this and I can see that it's meaningful. So nice. I like it. So take us behind the scenes of recording an episode of your podcast. How, how do you go from idea to recording? Who does what? How do you divide and conquer? You have a lot of tasks to do. Kind of break yeah. it down for us to give us some ideas for the listeners who are thinking about podcasting with a co-host, maybe yeah. their partner. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you divide up the work and who does what? Yeah. Well, I think everyone's different because it just depends really on your unique strengths, right? Like for us, um, I, I know for a fact, like my strengths in my background has been in like marketing, communications, content creation. So I, I just never did it like full time for myself. I did it for other people. So going into the podcast world, I like knew, okay, I can come up with these ideas, but I want Alex's way in and input because Alex has really good thoughts and perspectives. So that's, that's kind of how we operate when it comes to, um, the ideation stage. I come up with ideas. I'm like, oh, these are some potential topics I was thinking. What do you think? Do you have other ideas too? Um, sometimes we let people vote on our social media. Like, what what do you guys want to hear? And then we just discuss based on the votes. Um, but since Alex actually has a full-time job outside of all this, he has a lot less time. And he's he does his coaching business as well, one-on-one coaching. Um, he has a lot less time than I do uh, to pay, like, invest in the podcasting stuff. So, um, so yeah, we basically agree on the topics. Um, I help flush out like an, a very broad outline of like some talking points we could share and some insights. And then he reviews all of it and gives him his input and edits. Um, and then we just record it. We basically set up our, we actually don't even have people think like you need all this fancy equipment. We just use our phone <laughs> to record the video. Um, and the, for the mics, uh, I don't know if people can see, but we're using USB mics from Amazon, like literally <laughs> like not fancy at all. Um, and yeah, we just recorded that way. Um, I used to edit by myself, but it, it took up more of my time. And so we actually just found an editor on Fiverr. There's like places like Fiverr, Upwork with freelancers who do this uh, for a pretty decent rate. Um, and so we work with him, just tell him, hey, here are, the, here are our files. Could you, you know, edit this out, cut this out or whatnot? Um, and he does all of it. And pretty much, yeah, once we get the final file, we just upload it onto Buzzsprout, which is our host, um, and it distributes it to all the platforms and then upload on YouTube as well. So that's kind of like the overall high level view. But I think a lot of people think, oh, I need to have like a you know thousand dollar microphone with a fancy studio and lighting and stuff. But um, we've personally seen, I mean, we heard about this and then we personally experienced ourselves in this journey that people listen, not because you have the fanciest podcast, but because they like you, like they want to hear from you. So you are the most valuable asset. You bring your unique perspective. No one, no one else has your unique perspectives, experiences, thoughts, um, lessons, and also the way that you can deliver it. So in that sense, it's like 
I think I used to be like, oh, but everyone else is already talking about this stuff. But like people won't, the same people who will listen to you won't want to listen to those other people in the same way. So. Well, anything yeah. to add to that, Alex? <laughs> no, I think Grace is pretty thorough. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know this stuff a lot, so yeah. But I'm curious, what about you, Dave? Can you share some stuff that you've you've learned in your um, experience? Because you run so, I still don't know how you run so many. No. I guess. <laughs> does your uh, wife? What does your wife think? <laughs> she she every time I get an idea for a new I, new show, she's like, no, 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 that's it. No, no, you have seven. That's enough. Um, we do some podcasts together as well, and I love it. One thing I learned really early as a podcaster is I learned how to listen to people, mm-hmm. and mostly out of out of the, the desire to not have to edit myself afterwards when I have to do all the editing because I do my own editing. So I would notice that when my guest is talking, I would be, uh-huh, yeah, okay, yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, good. And I would be talking with them. And when you edit, it just sounds terrible. So <laughs> I just learned to be quiet. Mm. So I don't know if you yeah. notice while you guys are talking, I'm just listening. Yeah. Because when selfishly, when I go to edit, it's less work for me. And it's less distracting. Because yeah. one thing I, I did early on that I stopped doing was my guest would start going down a path where they're going to talk about something and it's very meaningful to them. And I would inadvertently ask them a question that took them off the path and they never went back to the path again mm. because I took them somewhere else, but they had a point. But because I m- misdirected them away mm. from their main point, we, myself as a host and them as a guest, forgot to go back to the main point. Right. And my listeners mm. are like, Dave... I really wanted to hear how how Alex got to that that big idea that he came to. Right. Because you never let yeah. him finish. Because you misdirected mm. him to somewhere different. And meanwhile, we're all waiting for the end of the story and we never got there. So right, right. Wow. I just decided to slow down, back off. And sometimes it's awkward because my guest is like, are you even listening? Like... <laughs> You're not even interacting with me. And I get the looks on camera like, is Dave frozen? No, he's there. Okay. <laughs> but I just want to let my guests talk. Mm. And and then when they're done, give me it gives me a chance to go, okay, I want to go deeper on that. I want right. to know more about that. So my listening skills have improved and that benefits my relationships, even with my wife. So yeah. when she's talking, I'm not, I'm not talking over her. I'm mm. not misdirecting her from her points she gets to talk and gets to complete her thought before i jump in and and have a conversation with her so it's actually had an impact on me personally back to my question to you early alex like how has podcasting helped you and changed you that's how it's changed me i'm a better listener just by having a podcast right wow i i think we're the opposite dave um, mm. I am a better speaker <laughs> because of this podcast. Like, Good. I think the challenging part for me is when people say something like blah, 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 blah. Grace has this gift where she will say something back to contribute to the conversation where I'm, which is great. I'm more of a, hmm, I'm an internal processor. I take things, uh, I take a lot of time to process what they're saying just, just because I'm still it takes me a while to marinate on things, but I've learned to speak and contribute to conversations. Yeah, without feeling like you, it needs to be perfectly formulated for you yeah. to say it out loud. I think 
are you comfortable sharing how how have you seen that maybe even show up in work because I know that was something that you you struggle with in work your day job like you know in meetings of like speaking up or um giving even like critical feedback you know your managers or Mm. both of us have that um had that feedback given to us uh when we were working before like oh you need to give more controversial not controversial but like don't be afraid to like push back but then I would always be like I just agree with like what you're saying (laughs) but I feel like podcasting has taught me personally like how to think more critically of like oh interesting point that makes me think of you know another thing and what do you think about that and just thinking from more different points of view but yeah, 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 I would agree. It's uh, definitely taught me conversational critical thinking, um, because you don't you don't want to say something that is so generic, but you also people people care about opinions, whether they're I don't know whether they agree with them or not. People just gravitate towards like the extremes for whatever reason. They don't want to be like in the middle. So it's helped me build the courage to, yeah, speak my mind, say my opinion. Um, Again, the beauty of podcasting is you just say it and hey, here you go. You can listen to it if you choose. But if you don't like it, then don't listen. (laughs) Just pause. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's definitely helped in my work as well, where there's a lot of critical thinking and collaboration involved. And so when people are bouncing off ideas, it's helped me exercise the muscle of contributing something meaningfully. Nice. I know like my wife works in a in a warehouse setting. She's a supervisor. When she first got their job, she she was working there part-time and worked her way up the ladder. She was quiet in the background all the time. But when she's put into leadership, she would have to stand in front of her peers and lead meetings. And at the beginning, she was just like, I don't even want any piece of that. I don't want to, I'm not a I'm not a, a out front person. I'm more in the background. That's where I like to be. But she was forced into that spotlight. And having a podcast and being co-hosting with me together doing this, she she gained a lot of confidence and her boss pulled her aside after podcasting for a while and said, there's something different about you. What you used to be really timid and quiet in group settings. And now you're up in front of lots and lots of people with confidence. You're projecting, you're well articulating your thoughts. Like what's different. And she's like, well, I I'm on a podcast and I, I speak to 40, 50 countries a week. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes sense. You're doing something that you don't, not normally everybody in the building does because most people say, what's a podcast? So right. you're, you're, you're exercising a new muscle that many people wouldn't by not having a show or not being, putting yeah. yourself out there. So that's kind of, I like seeing that result. Yeah. I can totally relate. I think that also even makes me think of, I mean, you talked about um, like public speaking and how I, I personally, it's interesting because I feel like I've actually done a quite a bit of public speaking before and it became, you know, the more you do it, the less scary it is. But I was actually even more afraid of podcasting in the sense of I it's it's vulnerable. Like like when you sit down and talk about things to like you're basically imagining being at a table with like one person listening, right? And and like they'll actually know more of who you are versus um, I, I personally, for me on stage, it's kind of easier to mask myself. Like this is my personality that I just want to display on a stage. And um, it's almost like a performance in a way for me. Um, so like 
and especially because I grew up going like I did ballet I did a lot of like performing arts so I knew how to like turn it on and like fake it till I make it basically but then when it came to our podcast and doing it I was like how I don't want this to be a performance I want this to be like genuinely me because I want people to hear what's genuinely like from my heart but that also means I need to be really comfortable being vulnerable and um not putting on this like mask basically so so it's risky because it, it, you put yourself out there um you don't know how it'll be received it's not as like flashy with like all the lights and sound and microphone and, like big stage you know that's a lot of the times when you give presentations um it can feel that way but I think for me personally I, I was the opposite of your wife in that sense of like I could do I could do the fake confidence on stage but when it came to confidence in a small room conversation um I didn't know how to be comfortable with myself I didn't know how to accept myself my my true self um but this journey has really taught me like self-acceptance and loving who I really am and embracing all of it um and so yeah I love it okay so let's go back to early days you're thinking about having a podcast you haven't hit record yet you haven't done anything yet. The show's not even named, but you're, you're you come across this episode of a podcast, and you hear, like you said, you heard couples on podcasts. You you hear this couple, Alex and and Grace are here, and they're talking about their show, and you're listening to this, going, I think I'd like to try this, but I don't know where to start. I want to do this with my partner. We both agree this might be a great idea. We have zero idea how to create a podcast, how to do this. It's the name of my show is How to Podcast. So if if you <laughs> could speak to your, yourselves early days with all the things you know now, and let's talk to the audience now, and, and I would love to throw it's your podcast now, uh, some teaching, some instruction. What do we need to know? How do we do this? What things have, What things would you would you recommend? Even what things would you might not recommend as a starting point for your podcast as a couple? Wow. You're in charge now. Let's you're teaching. I'm here to listen. What would you say to you early days that would help you start your podcast? Great. Well, um, that that's a big question. (laughs) Um, We actually did a training uh, like a month ago on how to podcast. So we actually have a whole slide deck together. So I'll I'll try to summarize it as best as I can. Um, But the few nuggets I I would say number one is I, besides the logistics and all, all that stuff, I would say number one is who do you want to talk to? So identify your target in business, your target customer, what's your niche and understand how they're feeling. Why are they struggling with what, what are their goals? What are their desires? So really just understand that. So we, for our podcast, we have our own like target persona that we're talking to so whenever we're recording we are pretending like we're talking to this person who has xyz struggles abc goals this is what their life looks like this is how much money they make this is where they live all that stuff um so decide uh that um and just like who are you called to serve or who are you called to educate or or teach um so that i would say that's like the number one thing and and i think something that helps um, lead you to that because oftentimes it's like oh there's so many people I could serve is like thinking about what are situations where you feel almost like frustrated like 
this isn't right. Like I, I want to do something about it. Right. Like, like Dave, that your story of how this podcast came about is a perfect example of wanting to help people who want to start a podcast because you weren't seeing enough support out there, encouraging people. And I feel like that, that inner knowing of like, this propels me and, and compels me to do it helps you to continue serving those people. Cause you, you understand their pain and you understand the frustration that, that is occurring. Right. So I feel like oftentimes people are like, I don't know, like if I should serve this person or this person. And I mean, there's no wrong answer, but it's just about like following where, where's your, um, holy, we call it like holy discontent. Like wh- where is your discontent pointing to? And that could be a signal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would also say be- besides that, there's so many things, but, um, I think that's something that's helped in our journey is having someone who is a great project manager. <laughs> AKA me. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like, le- like leading up to the launch of our podcast, I was definitely helping out with the project management piece of it. Yeah. And I think that helped, right? Oh, it helped tremendously because it's so easy to be so overwhelmed with all the things you need to do. So yeah, I was overwhelmed. I told Alex, oh my gosh, I don't know where to start. And then he helped like organize the tasks. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot that goes into a podcast, not to discourage you, but it's it's not as simple as hit record. Although you can do that, but yeah. to launch effectively, um, we had to decide on a name, our target persona, what's our cadence, what's our brand logo, um, how do we want to launch this, all the, all the things, right? Um, and so, yeah, I just put all of that in a project plan to help us keep on track and be very thorough in how we're launching and even beyond that as well. Yeah. Um. So I would say those are like the two things for me among many other things. But what would you say? Yeah, no, those are great. I'm glad you gave yourself the credit you deserve. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, um, I think kind of tied to the... Um, persona thing and like the target audience thing which helps so so much like that's definitely some people are like oh I don't want to go too narrow because I want to talk to more people which I totally get but the more narrow you get the more you as a podcast host can visualize that person when you're recording any episode and it just makes it so much more relational you really connect with that listener rather than ambiguously talking to like a, a somebody that you don't know anything about um yeah it's it's kind of like um, here in the U.S., I know you're from Canada or you're in Canada. Yeah. It's like um, there's Whole Foods and then <laughs> yeah. there's Trader Joe's and then there's Walmart. Sprouts. Sprouts is another one. But they're all they all serve basically the same thing. Groceries, um, but they serve different customers. Whole Foods, right. trendy, uh, more upper class. And then there's Walmart. It's kind of the opposite of that. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> but they all they all uh, meet certain needs yeah, and yeah. criteria. And then the the specific people they're reaching when they go to those stores, they're like, yes, this is my place, right? So, so that's how you create like loyalty in your following, and and basically find the people that will want to follow you. And um, if you don't have that specific niche down um, target, you don't know. It, it's like you're trying to spray too widely, and then you don't hit anybody, you know. Um, but the other thing I, I would say related to that is knowing your purpose, like your why, because if you don't have like a clear enough 
why and purpose that that compels you like that mm. is emotionally tied to your values beliefs um how you feel like people need to be helped it's very easy to record like five episodes and you're like oh i'm tired of this <laughs> like it's it's yeah. i don't know it's a lot of work it's more work than i thought i'm just gonna not do this anymore and I, i'll just be honest like it is very common i think to see that people get discouraged because it is a lot of it is like your mindset of like i need to keep doing this because because people need what i have to offer because of this why and so um the more you have that clear why and the more you continually remind yourself of it um and just like alex said earlier like encourage yourself like cheer yourself on in it because because of why is worth it um, it just continues to sustain you in the podcast journey rather than run out of fuel because you were passionate or excited about it at first, but then you didn't really have the the compelling um, reason to keep you going uh, past the obstacles. Um, and then the other one thing I would add uh, just to kind of like give somebody like a practical stuff, because I know there's a lot of like um, mindset stuff is just like look up I, i'm sure dave has so many re- resources out there there's also just the internet is a wealth of resources right just look up any any guide like how to start a podcast and then start with um the very first step that you feel like you're at some sometimes it's like oh not every step applies to you you know um but just don't look at oh my gosh i have to do all these 20 steps just look at the first step and start there because i think for me that was huge of like oh my gosh i don't even know how how this is all gonna happen but when we broke it down into little steps and i was like okay i'm just gonna take one step at a at a time um it made it so much more achievable and accessible and approachable um and combined with that it also teaches you like patience with yourself because <laughs> oftentimes we want like oh just snap my fingers it's all done but um yeah reality of anything in life not just podcasting is it's a progress it's a process that takes time it takes discipline um it takes consistency and it also takes patience with yourself and the process great i have a skill testing question for alex here i (laughs) I have a podcast called dad space it's a podcast for dads by dads because i'm a dad and the idea of the podcast is to encourage men to be good partners to their spouses, to be good fathers, good community members, and to be good to themselves as men. So that's the idea of my Dad Space podcast. Um, Alex, my question to you is, when we focus in on who our audience is and who we're speaking to, a lot of times the people I talk to, they're as afraid of going too narrow because they, they want more people to be impacted than just who they're talking to. So they feel they feel like they need to be wide and they don't want to narrow down or niche down too much because they want a big audience. So for my dad space podcast, I'm talking directly to men. Alex, what do you think my percentage of women listeners is for my dad space podcast? Any <laughs> idea of a percentage? Uh, is, I'm wondering if this is a trick question. Um, could be. I, I could be leading the witness right now. Yes. I I want to say 0%, but I feel like there's also women who listen and send the podcast oh. to their husbands. Um, I'm going to say 20%. 65% of my audience are female for my dad's space podcast. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. So so let that sink in for a second. I know you like to internalize things. That's, that's a big number. 
And when I look at those numbers, I'm thinking, should I change my message? And my the the solution I came to, conclusion I came to was no, I'm not going to change my focus of talking to men. And even though I'm speaking to men and a majority of my audience are female, they're finding value there. So as much as I'm narrowing and niching down to speak to men, everyone's available to listen. I'm not going to shut the door on anyone. So as we as we fear niching down and excluding anybody, just realize that this podcast is open to anyone, right? As you guys do your show, you have a target audience, but that doesn't mean that you're keeping people away from your content and they're not allowed to participate. Mm -hmm. They're welcome as well. And that's what I love is that even though we niche down and narrow our focus, just understand and realize that you're reaching more people than you even anticipate. Right. And that you realize. And I, I right. love the fact that that's a, that's a possibility in podcasting. Yeah. 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 I, I actually feel like the, the more you niche down, the more listeners you get. It's, it's kind of weird yeah. because, uh, well, we learned of this phrase called a uh, spiky point of view where like i said earlier we need people are looking for opinions on things and the more extreme you are the more it, people just gravitate to it so i feel like if you stand for something then yeah your niche will get it but then it also just invites others as well it's really weird like the narrower you are almost the the bigger your audience gets right because they feel seen and understood and known or they or they know somebody who they know would feel be, be seen and um understood but like if you're not talking to anybody then no one really resonates and then they don't know anyone who would resonate either so great and then the whole idea about podcasting that i love the big picture is that we can have impact mm -hmm. on people's lives people that will yeah. probably never meet right right um and so right now, I'm as we're doing this recording, I'm going to leave here with you two and then go back to my recordings for my podcast. But I'm doing a series, a little micro series in my show uh, called the Apple Seed Series. And right now I'm focusing on a quote that I read that says that you can count the number of seeds in an apple, but you can't count the number of apples in a seed. Whoa, that's good. Right. So as we create podcasts or we create episodes, we can count the number of listeners. We can see the percentage of male, female listeners in our, in our podcast audience, but we can't count. What we can't measure is the impact of our words in our podcast. Yeah. Because as yeah. you two come on and share from your story and help people in your community, those people go home to their families and they set an example for their children and their children have new parents and a new focus that helps them in for them when they become parents. Exactly. And the words that you share in your podcast will outlive any statistic that shows up on your dashboard about who's listening to your show. Hmm. Because the words that you speak into that microphone as a couple have impact. And you wow. can't measure that impact. So that's my encouragement to the two of you is to keep going, keep creating this content that's helping people and realize that you will never know in this current place that we're at right now, how important your words really mean to the people listening and to those that are impacted by your words. Yeah, that's so good. Wow. Thanks for the encouragement. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I I totally agree. And I feel like I tell myself that, but it, it 
makes so much of a bigger difference when someone else says it because it confirms like how I'm treating myself on in terms of it's not about, you know, being the biggest or in, in a numerical sense, the numbers, because it's about like doing it, believing that your impact is having so much more impact than you can even measure or see or perceive on this um, side of eternity. And I think for us also, like I remember in the very beginning, we were like dreaming big and we're like, oh, how amazing would it be to like reach even like, let's go, let's shoot for the stars or shoot for the moon. Let's go like a million people. And then, and then at first I was like, that is just crazy. But I was thinking, it's actually not, it's that, not that crazy, crazy. in terms of even if you think about if you reach like a hundred people and then those a hundred people reach a hundred people and then you just get continue multiplying just like you said with the seed and the apples it's like even if you only saw the number a hundred that could actually be a million without you even knowing it like for generations down and that just blows my mind like when I think about that so yeah yeah I would say one last advice. And one thing I've learned is because I'm a numbers guy, and I'm sure your analytical audience, um, for those who are analytical would appreciate that. Um, uh, For me, when I started, I always looked at the numbers, like how many views, how many downloads, um, what devices are there? What's the trend? And you get discouraged when there are when it doesn't meet your expectations, or it's lower on a certain week. And I've learned not to look at that as much. Um, I used to check it like almost every day. And now I check it like maybe twice a week or not twice a week. It's not much better, but every other week. Um, And so, yeah, it just keeps you going and um, it helps you to not focus so much on the numbers. Although numbers do count, it should not be your main motivation. Right, right. Yeah, it's don't, we're not saying like, this this uh disregard numbers at all like it's insightful right what you observe like what you said about your uh, women's the women who are interested in listening to your dad podcast that's interesting that's like okay there's something here to be found um but yeah definitely don't use it as a measuring stick for how you're doing and um as you were talking i was thinking it's very similar to um even what i've learned what i feel like has totally changed for me in terms of health and fitness. I used to be like, when I go work out, I'm going to weigh myself afterwards. And if I didn't lose at least a pound, like nothing, something's not working. And then I would get so discouraged, like every day, like weighing myself. And it didn't like seem like it was a big uh, difference, but it really changed for me when this year specifically, I started changing my mindset of like, I'm not doing this for the scale. I'm doing this because I know holistically being a healthier and like more fit person um, would benefit me in so many other ways, like energy wise, you know, how I can show up for my family relationships and even down the line. And so um, that changed my perspective and it made me just look forward to the process rather than look forward to the results that I could measure on the scale. So, yeah, I think that whole numbers thing is great to kind of have a sense of where you're heading and how you're trending. But if you had five people listen to your podcast and those five people showed up in a room and waited for you to step up to the microphone as a couple, and the two of you walked in to a room full of five people and went, that's it? There's only five people here? Well, it's not really worth my time. How would you make them feel? They're there. And they've been there every episode and they care about you and they find value in your content. Would what is your minimum number of of lives touched that brings you back to the microphone? For me, to be quite honest, it was one. If one person could be motivated to start a podcast because of listening to our conversation, I'm done. 
Yeah. I hit it. I obviously want the podcast to grow and do more, but what is my minimum number? And that's one thing we really need to wrestle with as podcasters is we hear all these experts and all these people in big Facebook groups saying, I've got a hundred thousand downloads in five minutes. And you're like, well, I'm not even going to try because I can't match that. Right. But if one person's life is different because you two created a podcast episode and changed the way they think and brought light into their life, isn't that enough? Like that's, that's gotta be amazing just to know that that happened. So yeah. I love it. Yeah, exactly. And it's even more extreme, but I feel like even if it was zero, like being willing to still do it because it's on your heart, you're passionate about it, and you never know who might stumble upon it like next year, you know, or next decade even. And like there's so many people in history who were ignored for their lifetime, but after they died was when their work was found and people were like, this is amazing. Um so not that, you know, you should think, oh, no one's going to listen. But when I die, they'll be you know grateful for my podcast. <laughs> but, dream, dream big, but keep it with an open hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think, yeah, personally, I, I, I was in the same boat. I was like, even if one person listens, it'll be worth it. But even if zero, like, I know, I just know this is burning on my heart and I would regret never trying and never doing it. And so I'm just going to do it for my own sanity and peace. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So before we go, guys, thank you for making time. We've taken a lot of your time today. I appreciate it. Um, talk about the podcast again, where we go to find you guys on social media. I'm on your website as well as we talk, but uh, tell us about the show one more time and where do we go? Yeah, you can find us at Let's Unpack That with Alex and Grace. That's our podcast. We release every Monday and we talk about all the things about real life and how to live it fully, freely, and faithfully. And um, in terms of our social media and our website, it's with the trans, uh, T-R-A-N-S is our last name. So you can find us at at with the trans on Instagram, um, YouTube, and yeah, connect with us. We love talking about this stuff. So if anyone has questions about our journey or want us to expand more on anything, feel free to DM us. We're always happy to connect. Awesome. Grace, thank you very much. Alex, as well, thank you for joining us, the two of you. Uh, it's great to have you both here. Congratulations on a great podcast. I love listening to it and I'll uh, be supporting and cheering you on here in Canada. So you got a Canadian listener. So I hope that counts. I hope they hope you like that. We're going global. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Uh, everyone go check out all the information in the show notes. And if you're thinking about creating a podcast with your partner and you're looking for some expert advice, um, Grace and Alex are here and I'm sure they'd love an email or a question or comment. And we'd appreciate for you to listen to their show as well. Make sure you like, follow, share, subscribe, do all the things, and uh, support a great couple with a great podcast. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you.